You've always had what it takes to make it happen. And we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's program. We are joined with TJ Buchanan from sunny Florida. What's up, TJ? What's going on, Mr. Paul? How you doing today? It's good to have you on the program. And you are uh, in fire services. You also have a lawn care business. So introduce yourself and, and let the guys and gals listening know a little bit about your story. Absolutely. Yeah, Paul, I've, I've been in the fire service for uh, over just over 20 years now. Uh, I've, I've worked. I'm a fireman and a paramedic. I, I've done that. I've done a multitude of other things like many firemen over the years. Uh, we all kind of have a have a side gig, side hustle. I, I had worked with our county EMS system as a transport medic for uh, quite a number of years. Also, uh, I have worked with uh, our local college. I was an adjunct instructor for the EMS programs. I did that. I worked for a another private company did some travel teaching. They had some contracts with DOJ. So I traveled to Washington, DC and did some medical, medical things there. Uh, gosh, I've worked, uh, I've worked as a, as a jump medic for, for NASCAR, Talladega super speedway. All right. I've, I've done that as well. <laughs> I've done all kinds of things and, uh, how I landed uh, in the green industry was just by happenstance. I was, uh, I was just wanting to change, you know, I've 20 years in a public safety type career. I see these guys out riding lawnmowers um, all day long and, and they look happy. They look, you know, carefree. And I said, man, I need that. I need some just uh, some therapy. So I, I came home one day. I, I told my wife, I said, I think I want to start a lawn business. And she just kind of looked at me and said, all right, sure, whatever. She's used to my adventures. So, yeah, uh, we will dive into your story, TJ, and, and hear about uh, where you've gotten uh, your business to so far. But we've talked off air. You got big plans for the future. So we will dive into uh, your story on today's program. And I want to say thank you to uh, the sponsors that make this all possible. TJ, one of our big sponsors is down there right by you, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. They're uh, down there in Pensacola, Florida. That's pretty close to yeah. you, right? Yeah, not too far away. Hop on I-10 and head west about 45 minutes and you'll be in Pensacola. My wife and I go there often shopping. And matter of fact, I'll be over in Pensacola on Sunday. I'm a, I'm a motorsports fan, so they've got the Snowball Derby going on. It's a big race event held every year. I think it's the 54th or 55th uh, annual event. So big race brings in a lot of uh, 
uh, NASCAR drivers during their off season. So they contend yeah. for the annual snowball derby. There, there you go. Well, anyway, we appreciate uh, golf coast bookkeeping and, and uh, the hardscape Academy and all the sponsors that bring these episodes in day in and day out. One of our uh, sponsors is up in Canada. Talk about snow derby up there, man. Jobber. They are a business management software. And TJ, when I was starting my business, I just used paper. I'd literally print out a sheet of paper and I'd write, you know, down what I provided for my customer and I'd put it in their, you know, in their mailbox. We had these birdie boxes in the neighborhood I work in where you can legally put it in and, uh, or I'd hand it to them or whatever. And then I'd be waiting for a check. You know how all that goes. And, uh, in 2019, in the summer of 2019, I switched over to Jobber and then it just changed the uh, professionalism of when I send an invoice, it was electronic. I have every, my template with my logo and everything looks nice. And then I can see when they open the invoice, they can pay with their card, you know, very simple, uh, through jobber. And then also, um, when I get comfortable, I can get their card on file and then I can actually just charge their card when we agree to it. And, uh, that really, uh, helped change my cash flow, and, uh, it helps me to organize my business so I can just look at the dashboard and see what is going on with my business and who owes me money and who, you know, just have a, a, a better understanding of what's going on instead of having sticky notes in my car and being disorganized. The customers appreciate the convenience and the cash flow. You talked about the guys out there mowing carefree. Maybe one of the guys is out there mowing carefree, but the other nine out of the 10 are stressed out about juggling the bills. And, and, and uh, you can really lose your passion, even though you're passionate about laying stripes or doing, um, hardscaping, landscaping, you'll lose your passion fast if the money's not right. And so with Jobber, you can get your business organized and uh, have your scheduling and invoicing and all that. So we really appreciate them sponsoring today's program. You got a business management software, TJ? Absolutely. Uh, actually, we use Jobber. Oh, Jobber's great. Yeah, there Jobber you go. That, nice, nice setup great. there. Yeah. Sometimes I ask and they're like, oh, yeah, they'll name a competition. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll move it right along. But uh, <laughs> no, Jobber's, Jobber's fantastic. I'm actually looking at our dashboard right now. It's on the desk as we speak. Uh, I, right before we hopped on this Zoom meeting, I was uh, in Jobber working on some quotes uh, for some potential new clientele. So Jobber's great. We've, we've used uh, Yardbook prior to that. They're good, too. Uh, but Jobber, uh, like you said, they just bring it to a next level professional Simple. appearance yeah. for your business. Yeah, absolutely. So we appreciate them sponsoring today's show. If you guys want to try a free trial with Jobber, Mr. Producer will put that link in today's show notes and uh, you can give them a shot. Just tell them Paul sent you. They'll take great care of you. So TJ, what year did you start cutting that grass, making that cash, telling your wife that you had a brilliant idea? <laughs> so 2017, we began okay. uh, January 1st. Uh, I took a $6,000 investment and bought a six by 12 trailer, bought a Bradley lawn. How much was your six by 12? Is it just an open trailer? No, it was an enclosed oh. trailer. Uh, actually drove to Georgia where they manufacture a lot of those enclosed trailers and picked it up. Country boy uh, trailers. Where, where'd you get it from? Uh, it was from one of those depots over there, Southern Trailer Depot. Okay. Or, um, is, there's is a lot different? of them. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of them. Guys come down from Illinois, Indiana all the time. Uh, it's it's mm -hmm. kind of like a hub for trailers down oh, yeah. here. There was a line of people I actually drove to the factory and picked it up back then. But yeah, trailer prices were a lot uh, <laughs> different back then. So I think I got that thing for like 16 to 1800 bucks, something around there. So, um, 
Yeah, not so much anymore. You're not going to get a trailer for that price. But sorry to cut yeah, you off. It. I was just curious. So, so you, you, because guys are asking all the time, how much money do I need to invest, Paul? And this is six grand's low. Um, I usually have a higher number than that, but I'm just curious where, where that six grand went. So, eighteen hundred went to a six by twelve enclosed trailer. Where, where'd the other thirty eight hundred go? Yeah, so I kind of started really lean, really mean. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be debt free when we started out. So I, I purchased the trailer and um, purchased a lawnmower uh, from it was a Bradley mower 36, uh, kind of a walk behind, they called it, it or a, a standard, but it was really a walk behind with like a sulky on it. Okay. Um, I don't remember the exact price. I want to say it was in 2,500 bucks, 2,600 bucks range. That was actually shipped to my house. Oh, a semi trailer wow. pulled up and they drop shipped it right there. Our freight shipped it. Uh, wow. We purchased that. Then I went to my local dealer and I, I bought a literally a string trimmer, an edger, and a blower, and that was it. We were in business. <laughs> that's what I that's what I began with. So, yeah. Well, that's that's a really cool um, example for six grand. You're debt free. You got the um, string trimmer. What do you guys call it? Weed eater, whipper snipper. What do they call it in Florida? We call it a weed I eater in it. Georgia. Yeah, some guys call them weed eaters. I call them um, a string trimmer, a line trimmer. Okay. That that's the that's the actual name everyone just has a nickname for it but like when i'm an echo or whatever you know our string trimmer line it's a string trimmer like that's the that's right, the accurate yeah. way to call it but it's cool as i do <laughs> these interviews tj it's like the guy in australia is like my whippersnipper i'm like what's a whippersnipper you know is this <laughs> this show's pg brother <laughs> your whippersnipper like, and, and uh, it's, oh you know you guys call it the weed eater and then um you know there's all kind of nicknames so i didn't know what the florida lawn bros are calling it but yeah string trimmer blower um, you got a, a hedge trimmer. You said what was the third one? I don't think I know. I didn't initially purchase a hedge trimmer. We Weed just basically started out as a oh, and you got a blade edger company. Yeah, steel blade edger. Yep. yep. Lawn mower, trailer, six grand. I'm assuming you already had a pickup truck or. I did. Yeah. I had, okay. I just used my personal vehicle at the time. It was just a, it was a, it was a personal vehicle. Um, literally I would get off work from the fire department and go mow a couple lawns. And so how, uh, how did you, uh, acquire your first few customers? Some of it was word of mouth. Uh, I initially had attempted at building a website on my own. I quickly realized I had no clue how to build a website, but uh, you know, it, it got us a landing page. It, it, it kind of, you know, started, it started the trek for, for the journey. And um, uh, I've created a Google, my business page, you know, all the normal things you would do to, to kind of, uh, you know, get, get your, get your business out there and attract clientele. And um, you know, I, I think I went with, uh, I didn't use Fiverr. I used, um, uh, what's the company that, that everybody goes to for business cards online. I can't think of the name of it now. Vistaprint. Uh, Vistaprint. Yeah. Vistaprint. That's it. <laughs> that's what I did uh, too. When I started. Yeah. I contacted Vistaprint and I said, Hey, I need a logo. And they're like, okay. Uh, they had a process you would go through. I believe I paid $90 and you had uh, so many revisions they would do. And, um, so yeah, Vistaprint is, uh, they're responsible for our initial branding. They came up with the logo and, um, we went from there. I started just anybody and everybody I contacted friends that, Hey, we're mowing grass We're you know, you need a lawn service. Here we are. And took off from there. Do you think the trust, you know, folks that are in fire services, uh, that are, um, paramedics that there's kind of a, you overall, you guys have a character and a, a servant's heart, so to speak, uh, to the community. Absolutely. Do you think that helped you showing up? And, you know, I don't know how you would have communicated that to your customer, 
but it's like, oh, we trust TJ versus some other guy out there. We joke around. He's got a black mild in his mouth. His boxers are hanging out. And it's kind of like, who would you rather have cut your yard? Oh, this guy's a, you know, a fireman. Uh, There's kind of a, you know, uh, you know, uh, Mitchell Gordy's a um, state trooper, Uh, your fire services. I just feel like there's already an established trust that someone feels comfortable having a professional like you on your lawn. Did that help you at all? Uh, not necessarily initially. I mean, I, I, I definitely can see where it would, but I didn't, uh, I never initially conveyed that to our clientele. I, okay. I tried to keep it all business. Right. Uh, the only time that topic would even come up, um, would be if it was a scheduling issue where you had a client that wanted a specific day of the week. Um, then I would kind of convey to them about, Hey, I have a shift schedule. This is, you know, what I do full time. And then, Oh, and, so I think when when maybe that word of mouth came out to clients as they were talking to their neighbor, hey, call TJ or call Greenview Services, you know, they can they can get you scheduled, but, you know, you can't cut you on a certain day. But I never initially I never wanted I wanted people to to know us as as a business. And I wanted us to, to have a reputation as a business, not just a reputation as TJ's a, a fireman and a paramedic. And um, but but yeah, but but kind of spinning back to what you said, I I the whole servant thing, customer service is what we do in the fire, any public safety, whether it's law enforcement, EMS, fire. Um, that's what we are. We're, we're customer service representatives, pretty much of our agency. So uh, I just kind of took everything I learned from the fire service and applied it professionally to my business. And I think it helped with just in regards to email communication or text communication, or, you know, if there was ever, if there was ever a problem, you know, I kind of always related it to this isn't nobody, nobody's dying. Nobody's on fire. So it's just grass. So we can work through this. This is easy. Wow. So, yeah. Um, you know, that was kind of the approach I took and we just built a professional reputation with that and, and, and rolled with it. Totally. Well, the way we've connected is you went to greenindustrypodcast.com and you ordered the budget breakeven bottom line workshop with my buddy, John Pajak. And then I forget what happened. I needed to get your email or phone number. There's, there's something. So I called you out of the blue and, um, <laughs> you know, that's kind of how we met. And then, um, you told me you're in fire services and I was like, oh, I just, I want, I want to bring, there's so many people that listen to this program, TJ, that are police officers, state troopers, fire services. And it seems like a lot of those industries, guys have, and gals have great work ethic and they have, um, a, a side hustle. You even mentioned that at the top of the broadcast, it's like everyone's got a side hustle and, um, it's alarming the volume of folks that contact me in those industries that have a part-time side hustle and maybe even think about turning it to a full-time side hustle. So I wanted to bring you on the program and have you share your story and also share your experience. Um, because another thing not to, uh, draw a bunch of full circles here in my mind, I got a bunch of things. I, I know how to communicate. It's just saying it's so hard, but another problem our listeners have is, is getting those numbers right and tight. And like you said, lean and mean. And so, um, I personally, you know, use jobber. I personally went through budget break, even a bottom line workshop. That's probably about 2017, 2016, 2017. I personally went through it. And so, um, you went through it as well. I wanted you to share your experiences and how, um, you are now with getting dialed in on your uh, finances in the business. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I had reached out. Um, obviously as we grew as a business, you know, things tend to, uh, I don't want to say get out of control, but you know, you, you, you have to, 
you have to keep putting back into your business and putting back into your business. And, you know, those, those budgets were getting higher and higher. We needed, you know, a work truck and we needed two work trucks. You know, we needed a mower. We needed another mower. We needed taxes. You know, another string trimmer taxes. You know, I mean, uh, I've always had a good watch on our numbers. I've, I've always worked closely with our CPA, but something in the back of my mind was telling me, you know, I want to know this down to the penny. I want to know exactly. And it's the time of year now where, you know, here it is, it's December the 2nd and, you know, things are slowing down for most guys. Now here in Florida, we're year round, like most guys in, in the Southeast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we stay busy year round, but uh, we still slow down a, a bit. So it gives me more time to focus on the business, not so much in the business. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just, I just had, had a, a desire to really just pick our numbers apart and going into 2022, just knowing exactly and feeling comfortable when, when we put these bids out, because as we've grown, you know, we, we've, there's a demand for, for larger jobs, larger bids, not just lawn mowing anymore, not just basic landscape maintenance. And I found myself, I wasn't truly comfortable bidding these jobs anymore. because I What, didn't what know, kind of jobs specifically know. are you talking about? Doing landscape renovations, uh, doing, you know, landscape, larger landscape enhancements jobs, gotcha. you know, not just bidding mulch or, or pine straw, but, you know, installing sod plants. plants. Yeah, and, got you. Yeah, plants. And, you know, some of these items, especially with the pandemic stuff, uh, some of these items fluctuate so much with the market. So, you know, you may be able to buy uh, a bale of pine straw one day for for $12. And, and then it seems like next week it's $20 at another vendor. So, um, but not to get off on a side road, just, I really wanted to hone in our numbers. So yeah, I reached out, I had uh, listened to the podcast. Uh, I think of Brian Fullerton's, he had interviewed John Pajak. He had also interviewed Mike, Mike Bedell. Bedell. That was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, was, I was just, there when they were doing that. It was in Brian's family room yeah. and I, you might've heard me in the back or me and Keith Calfus were hanging out in the kitchen right? and um, yeah. Payjack and Bedell and Brian are over there and they're like serious and their job, I mean, they were, that was a good episode. Yeah. And, and uh, I, but I just remember I was, I was in the background like, yeah. man, these guys are going deep on something. And then I listened back and, you know, they're talking about knowing your numbers. Yeah. So it really motivated me just going into 2022. I wanted to know our exact number. So yeah, absolutely. I reached out and um, I guess I left out my email or something happened. I think maybe you were just getting the system set up. Something happened and um, uh, I, I never heard anything back for a couple of days. And Sorry. I said, well, everybody's busy. So no, no, no I, I was telling you off air, man, just so you guys know yeah. the green industry podcast, people think we have like this glass skyscraper building in Atlanta and there's all these people behind the scenes. Like you buy a book and, and you know, the whole team's doing it. It's me and Mr. Producer. Right? You guys buy a book. I go in my closet and I pull it out of the box and I, I drive Pete, me. I drive to the USPS post office. I mail it to your house and uh, Mr. Producer, you know, he does a great job with all the audio and everything, but we're a, we're a, a, a two man show basically right now. So I was telling TJ, I was like, you know, hopefully we'll have 20 or 30 employees one day to green street podcast and your uh, response time will be 10 seconds. But yeah. right now it's like, hey, I got 75 messages. And so please forgive me. Yeah. I'm trying my You're wearing best. All the hats. I, I am. I, I really You're am. wearing all the hats. And I never I know the feeling. Yeah. I, I yeah. never thought when we started this podcast, I thought like Fort Tim might listen and Naylor might tune in. Maybe Caleb one time <laughs> might listen. I had no idea it was going to be an international 
top 100 show. So we're just figuring it out on the fly. But anyway, you, well, I, had, I, I had no idea you'd be calling me out of the blue. Um, it was well, funny, like I so, said, uh, it's a two man uh, show. So it's either Mr. <laughs> producer or me is going to call you and uh, get you yeah. set up with Josh. Sorry to interrupt you, but so, no, the no, customer to, to service care. on my part, I should have gotten back less than 48 no, hours, no, but it is it, what it, it was is. Great. Hey, you, you reached out directly. So um, yeah, the funny thing was I was actually doing some recording myself. I was setting up a new phone system. Uh, that's part of 2022. We've uh, we've actually gone to uh, we utilize Grasshopper for our phone system. So uh, I was actually recording all this all the stuff for that, and I and I got a message or uh, I don't know if you text me or yeah I think you called me called directly. You. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, I said hey, it's Paul Jameson. I'm like oh, what? <laughs> so what's going on, man? So yeah, you called me. We got it all set up, and um, yeah, yeah, John reached out, and um, hey, he's got a great platform. His uh, his his financial platform that you go through. He gets you all plugged in and you guys pick a date. And when you pick a date, you better have the day open because he he devotes 100 percent of his time. I think we were scheduled for four hours. We might have went five or six. I mean, he is he's passionate about what he's doing. He's not here just to get a quick buck. I think he truly uh, cares about everybody and, and, and wants everybody to succeed going through this program. So yeah, it was great. We talked for quite a while and, and went through everything. Yeah. Now you say go through everything, explain the guys listening right now that eh, the, the business is just a mess. It's, it's, it's making money supposedly, but everything's just like you said, it's just, I need a new truck. I need to figure out how I need a website. I need uh, to uh, wrap my truck. I need a marketing plan. I need, yeah. you know, a new uh, mower and a new blower and a new weed eater. And it's like, how do I even know what, you know, where to start? What is my break even? What do I need to earn per, per man hour? I'm thinking about hiring employees. It's just, it's like soup and everything's so confusing. What do you, yeah, you say yeah. we went through everything, walk us through, how do you actually know your numbers? What does that actually mean? Yeah. So, so knowing your numbers. So, so to back up, we weren't really truly a mess. I had a, a great idea. I wasn't talking. Yeah. I wasn't saying and, you, I'm just saying the, no, for the, the industry in is. general, it, it, most, yeah. most lawn businesses fail. They might sure. even be active, but if you really went and looked at the numbers, it's like, how are you even yeah. making it? Well, guys, I, I think a lot of guys, they just look at that top line revenue. And I've, I've heard Corey Ballard say this one a lot. They're just turning cash. You know, they don't they don't know at the end of the day what that bottom line is. And um, they can't figure out, well, hey, where is all the money going? And like I said, I had a great idea of where all the money was going. Uh, I just wanted to know one of the major things. Uh, and this was one of the major, major things that that uh, John and I tackled was I was guilty because this was not my main source of income. Um, I didn't view myself as an employee of the company, and it's still hard to view myself as an employee of the company. I, I consider myself a representative of the company. And he said, man, you've got to pay yourself. And that's what I was not doing. I was paying the business and working in the business and wearing all the hats. And still to this day, I'm, I'm doing that. But uh, but, you know, that was one of the main, main things I wanted to tackle is maybe you just need somebody else to give you that reassurance. Hey, it's okay. You're allowed to pay yourself. You know, this isn't, um, you know, this isn't a charity that you're involved with. So, um, but, but yeah, he, he, he sends you a worksheet, you go through it and you fill out, uh, you know, all the, all the detailed requirements and he'll review that. And, um, you know, uh, when you set up your, uh, your, your conference call with him or your, your zoom meeting, excuse me, uh, 
he'll, he'll cover all of the, the details of what you put in and he'll ask you questions and, um, you know, he'll get back to you within a week or so and, and, and have it all formulated out. And he has it broken down to not just, you know, uh, how much does it cost to, to run your truck? He has it broken down to how much does it cost to run this string trimmer, this edger per hour? I'm talking pennies and it's detailed. And I think that's, that's, that's what you need to succeed. That's what you need to competitively bid into, into, and to stay profitable. Yeah. And one of the most frequently asked questions that we get TJ is guys will DM us or email us or whatnot and say, Hey, how, how do you know what to charge? And I'm like, <laughs> how much time do you have? Like, you know, this is a four five, six, seven hour conversation because you really do need to figure out what, what do you, what are you going to pay yourself? Cause sure. what, what salary are you, are you paying yourself 20 grand a year or 60 I'm, grand to this a day, year? Yeah. I'm not paying myself anything. Right. right and, now, and, but, but most guys but it, that, that whole, that's like the biggest chunk of your, know. um, mm-hmm. Uh, expenses and most guys don't even have that expense. It's like that's not even considered. Sure. And so, and then every the company's barely uh, operating, even without that expense, it's barely staying afloat. And then you go to the string trimmer and the weed eater and, and uh, pardon me, the the blade edger and the mower and the blower. What do those all of those cost? The truck. You sure. start adding all those things, and then all of a sudden, that question of how much should I charge? You're like, oh. <laughs> like your, your price mm-hmm. just starts going up and up and up and up. And in addition to that, your efficiency, this is so important. I don't know if John talked to you about this, but it's like, you have to fine tune the efficiency. Everything has to be airtight. Like the operation, there can't be any um, fat on the bone, so to speak, that you're not being efficient because you have to charge a high price. But in order to justify that, you got to be able to do things efficiently. Otherwise, you will outprice the market because, unfortunately, most of the other guys in town don't know what they're doing and they're driving that price down. Yeah, that's one of the great things about Jobber we utilize is uh, we clock every job. And even before I utilized Jobber, uh, I was clocking myself just Mm -hmm. to just to know, okay, what's my production as a one man? What's my production as a two man? I'm guilty just like anybody else. You know, when, when things started growing in the business, it's like, Hey, can you come help me on Monday? And uh, luckily at the fire department, there was always guys that wanted to make some cash on the side. So, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would weigh those differences between if I was working by myself or if I was working with, with somebody and, you know, those production rates obviously go up when you have a two man crew versus a one man crew. But the great thing with Jobber is, you know, we, we clock every job, we clock in and out so we can see our, our billable time. And then we can see our Jobber calls it your general time, but your non billable time. And then at the end of the year, you, you can look and you can calculate, okay, what were we actually making per hour on this job, this account? Do we need a, do we need to utilize your, uh, raise your prices sheet, send this out and, and get somebody, you know, get, get, get some more money or, or do we need to have, have somebody else take over this client? Cause it's just not, it's not producing uh, what we needed. So, but, but yeah, John helps break that down. And, and he also talks to, he, he'll talk to you about a lot of other things that are beneficial in your business. Uh, you know, maybe how to structure a budget for your business and also not only structure a budget, but structure your business accounting. So when you log in, you've got a great snapshot of, Hey, here's the operating expenses. Here's payroll. Here's, uh, you know, however you want to, you want to set that up. He kind of uses the, uh, as we talked about just yesterday, I was on the phone with him, you know, using the, uh, 
kind of the Mike McCallowitz profit first system, yeah. if you will. So absolutely. Yep. And I know TJ, you guys are down there by the Gulf of Mexico and you, you can work year round, but a lot of our audience is up in Canada, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, New York, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, you know, that uh, neck of the woods. And this is the perfect time of year to work on your business uh, for the guys that might, you know, physically have weather issues of and, and lack of demand to work in the business. Uh, what would you say to some of these guys that maybe are just started in 2020 or considering starting next year? They just started 2021 where it's like, I don't even know where to start. What would you say to those guys of, of some practical tips? It doesn't just have to be finance related. It can be with the other parts of the business to, to get in order before the spring rush of, of two, two hits. Yeah. If you're just getting into the business, you know, I would say, get your brand out there, create, create a business, uh, that, that carries a brand that's going to get notable attention. Also, you know, Google's your friend. People are going to Google. That's where they're looking for services these days. Anything, I mean, myself personally, if I need a service, if I need a, anything, you're just going to go to Google. So, um, you know, Google, my business page would, would be helpful. And, um, and set a budget, set a, set a budget for your business. Okay. How much capital do I want to personally invest for this startup? Uh, you know, and, and, and how do you recover those costs? That's, that's a, that's a big thing that guys don't think about is you have to recover these costs. So, um, you know, it, it's, business is tough. I'll say this, especially in the green industry, business is tough with mowing. Mowing's, um, it, it's a very small margin business that you have to be efficient at. So setting your routes and, and this is, you know, this is nothing new. This is talked about a lot. Um, you know, we guys in the green industry, but route density, that's, that's huge. Um, you know, and, and another thing I see guys that are oversaturating themselves with equipment just to have equipment, oh. <laughs> you know, you know, maximize your assets, you know, um, you know, we're, we're considering a few things with some assets. We have like a dump trailer that, that, that sits far too often than I'd like it to. So, you know, we're, we're setting some plans in place of how we can better utilize that asset going into 2022 than other than what we've, we've been utilizing it for this year. So. Yeah. And when you're starting, I mean, lean and mean, like you did it right, but a lot of times it's okay to rent the equipment in your first few years, if you got, if you got to go rent a mini skid steer or skid steer or, uh, you know, whatever your, uh, machine that you're uh, a stump grinder, there, there's so many things you can just go over to, uh, the big box store. We have a bunch of, uh, places that rent out, uh, you know, equipment all across town. You can just rent that out hourly or, or rent it for a day or even for a week. And, um, you know, that's a better way to get started than just going out and spending, crazy amount of money. And then you don't even get an ROI on it. And, um, cash is king those first few years, especially you, you got to have that oxygen and, um, that margin. TJ, look, we need to, uh, kick over real quick here from today's show sponsor, but coming up, I want to hear what your plans are for the future. All right. Sounds great. All right. We'll be right back with TJ from, uh, sunny Florida. The only app every landscaper needs. Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy to use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners, with galleries, and projects 
project timelines. All from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com forward slash green or find it in your app store. The link will also be in today's show notes. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no. No to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. Hey guys, we are back with TJ, 2017. He tells his wife he wants to go be one of those guys that's enjoying life out on the mower, cutting that grass, making that cash. Took six grand and uh, bought a trailer, mower, uh, weed eater, edger, blower, and uh, just started marketing his business. And uh, you did that. Now we're heading into 2022 and uh, you have a full-time career on the side. What's what's the future plan uh, for your business as you look in the next five, 10 years or so? Uh, you know, I mean, we don't have, uh, I don't have aspirations to have a large multi-million dollar company by any means. Um, I've been in the fire service now, like I said, for uh, just over 20 years. So I'm kind of honing in on, you know, my exit strategy from that career. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking at still kind of carrying on with what we've been doing, just being more efficient and, um, and hopefully getting a second truck up and going and, and looking towards doing more landscape type activities within the business with the enhancements and renovations, obviously your higher margins, um, and just, just focusing on cleaning up a lot of, uh, you know, things with our routes, working on density, working on, um, you know, again, really taking what we've learned from John going through his uh, bottom lines, budgets, break evens workshop and taking that and applying it into 2022 with how we operate. You mentioned at the top of the broadcast, the debt free start with the six grand and, and, you know, the trailer and everything was paid for. How has that influenced your personal life and your business? Um, not trying to have the the weight of all this debt hanging around and, and in your uh, equi- equipment acquisition and all of that. How has that played a role in your business? Uh, well, it kind of in reverse, really. Uh, initially, I didn't want to take on the debt because I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know if this thing was going to take off. Mm-hmm. I had I had no clue what I was getting into, other than that I I had you know 
I had a, a great work ethic. I was passionate about what I was, what I was getting into, but I didn't want to take uh, on a bunch of debt that was unleveraged. So as we've grown as a business, we have, we have utilized the debt to our advantage and, and, I encourage guys to not be scared of debt. It, it, it can be a great thing. Um, you know, we, we have some debt in our company now and, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's a leveraged debt. And that gets back to knowing your numbers, mm-hmm. knowing is that debt working for you or are you working for that debt? So, um, you know, but uh, you know, I, I would say don't don't be scared of debt. I'll, obviously, being debt free is is better. But you know, there's a lot of a lot of great things out there as far as equipment, uh, mowers. You know, your your main source of equipment. You know, Sheffield Financing Zero for Forty Eight. But again, don't over leverage yourself. Don't don't just go out and buy a piece of equipment to have it sit in the shop or the garage or the building or whatever you're working out of or the work trailer, just to say, hey, I got it. You know that that asset should be utilized. That asset should be producing revenue for the company as much as you can possibly have it, you know? So. Tell us a little bit about going from lawn mowing, which is very simple to going into installation enhancements, um, which is, you got to know how deep to dig the hole to put the plant in. And and you got to understand what plant am I putting in with regards to the side of the house it's on and where the sun's coming and we'll get the proper sunlight and water. And there's a lot of variables, landscape enhancements. If you actually do it right, it takes a lot of intelligence and education. How did you make that transition and going from just offering mowing to offering a more premium service that, that takes more skill and, and knowledge? A lot of it was driven by our clients. As you build a reputation with your business and you build a trust with your clientele, they're going to seek those additional services from you. Um, so a, a lot of it was again, driven by them. But uh, um, as, as we were requested to do those services more and more, um, you know, we, we educated ourselves. We worked with our local extension office. Uh, Sheila Dunning is our commercial horticulturalist agent. She's great. She does a lot of classes year round, especially this type of uh, time of year. She hosts a lot of classes that are very affordable for any business. What's the and, price? Because uh, down here in Georgia, you can go to a, a county extension office. Incredible eight eight hour training for like twenty five bucks. What what, <laughs> what what's the deal down in Florida? Not the same. Um, a lot of times your, your larger contract companies will actually host the class and they're free. Mm. So uh, for us, we have to be licensed to do anything in flower beds. We're not allowed to treat turf in Florida unless you're a certified pest control operator, you know, unless you have a CPO license, then you can, um, you know, you can do weed control and fertilization, but we're only licensed to do granular fertilization on the turf areas, but we're licensed to do anything and everything, uh, integrated pest management as far as um, fertilization and and things like that, we're licensed to do in the plant beds. So, um, you know, those classes are, are really cheap. There's, there's additional classes and courses that you can do. Uh, we've got one coming up in January through the Florida Nursery Growers and Landscape Association um, that our extension office is hosting. And it's just, it's simply for plant identification and, and, um, you know, best horticultural practices. So it's, uh, it's a class that's going to be hosted every Thursday for eight hours through February. And, um, so we're excited to get into that. Um, you know, we also went through a Florida friendly landscaping program. So we're a Florida friendly landscaping professional 
And, um, you know, those are just little caveats that'll help your business stand out and, and, and set you apart. But well, yeah, they're not, they're not little TJ. Cause you, when you're standing on the property and you actually know what you're talking about with, you can name that plant when, when, um, I got started, the customer would come out and be like, Hey, do you think we should get a lower pendulum here? Or I don't even know what they're talking about. I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah you <laughs> yeah. know, that'd be a great idea. You know? And, and then, uh, good. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what, you fast forward six, seven years later and I'm sitting, my uh, mentor, Jamie, would drag me to the county extension office and we had this guy, Timothy Daly, somehow I got on his email list. And this guy would email me like every day. Hey, we got this class. We got that class. We got, you name it. And uh, I was through the University of Georgia. It was right down the road. They did incredible. These classes would be eight hours. And Jamie's like, you're coming with me Saturday or whenever it'd be Friday. And I, I'd be like, I don't want to go, you know? And then uh, kind of like when you at the dentist, when you're a little kid or something like that. And then I'd sit there and what happened was I just started learning and I learned and learned. And next thing you know, I'm poised and confident. And I'm out there. I'm like, oh, you should consider this, that. And I actually know what I'm talking about. And what happens is the customers like trust you because they're like, oh, this guy knows a lot. And, um, what yeah, sure. happening then was it's like, I was closing jobs before I ever even sent the invoice or pardon me, the, um, estimate. I already closed the job. Cause they're already like, Oh, we're hiring Paul. Like he just, he's trustworthy. He knows what he's talking about. And, and I'm able to sit there and talk them through and explain things to them in, in a way that's very simple. And then they trust me and they want me to do the job. No, no, no. We want you. We want you. And so right. you say it's a yeah. little thing. It's not. If you guys go to your County extension office and get connected, get on their email list, find out when the classes, I mean, here, TJ, we have, they'll do eight hours just going through fertilization and weed control to make sure you pass your test. They'll do, there's one class I went to that was basically a budget break even bottom line. That's not what it was called, but we sat there all day figuring out what to calculate for our overhead and, um, all your numbers all day long. And, um, yeah, there's just, a, there's a ton of resources there, out yeah, there. So, yeah. But in, yeah, in the winter, this is the time to get educated. It's not that expensive at all. And that's going to really set you apart and give you an edge, um, compared to the competition that just knows how to mow grass. Yeah. I mean, definitely hone, hone your craft. That's what I say, you know, in the world of, uh, you know, as, as a paramedic, we say, you know, people think you're a doctor or something off the street and it's like, no, you know, we use the terminology. We, we know a little about a lot. And I think that same uh, principle should apply. Hone your craft, know a little about a lot. And when a customer starts having that conversation with you about uh, a plant type or, or, or um, you know, a grass type or what's going to thrive here, what's not going to thrive, have the conversation. And But also be honest. If it's something you don't know, convey that to the client. Say, I don't know, but I'm going to find an answer. And lean on your local your local uh, extension office. I mean, I keep Sheila on speed dial. If there's ever a question, I can take a picture and text her. I can email her and she's usually back to me within 24 to 48 hours. And, um, you know, and sometimes these clients, they know more than what you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't be intimidated. Just, just you're, you're there to, um, you're there to be a, a problem solver or, or be a, a part of the problem solving um, for whatever they have, you know, we're in customer service. So that's what we're there to do. We're there to serve the client. Fantastic. Well, I want to ask you one last question, TJ. Uh, I try to ask all my guests. Sometimes I forget, but what's the biggest mistake you've made in your business so far? What have you learned from that? I would say kind of getting back into um, 
debt. I was scared of debt early on and I didn't, I didn't understand how uh, it can be helpful. So a lot of the times I would try to make do with the tools we already had and already, already owned, and they weren't probably the, the best for the application. So, you know, don't, don't be scared of debt. If you're going to be in this business uh, and if you're going to excel and scale your business, you have to have the tools to do the job hands down. So, you know, if you need the mower, go get the mower, you know, if there's resources out there to help you. So, but have a plan in place. Don't, uh, don't be scared of utilizing, um, you know, debt to your advantage. Don't go crazy with it, but yeah. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your story, uh, TJ. And uh, I guess we'll give, a, I'll let you give a little plug uh, to my buddy, John Pajak. It is a blessing at the green industry podcast. Like I was actually just talking to my buddy Naylor about this the other day. And I was like, when I started greenindustrypodcast.com, TJ, I was like, I want to provide the best resources for the community so, so that anybody can go there and find out, for example, fertilization and weed control. I'm not an expert on, well, actually, I would consider myself an expert on this. I don't like doing it, okay? I could name right. you, that's Dove's weed, that's Nuts Edge, that's, um, I, I can name all the weeds, I can, I have all that, I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like the way it smells, I don't like, uh, <laughs> I don't like putting, I, not, no pun intended, but putting out fires all the time. It's like, hey, I got this weed, and you're mm -hmm. sitting there, you drive out, and then it's like I'm wasting my time, so, but anyway, right. Jay say Creole that he, yeah. he sleeps uh, weed control. He, he only does. He actually yeah. used to have two lawn mowing businesses, and now he only does vert and squirt. He doesn't do any mowing. He doesn't do any enhancements. He only he has a laser focused business on how to make money doing vert and squirt. So we have him blasted all over our website with all his resources, and he's got like fifty different things. But anyway, I reached out to him. I was like, "Can we get you on GreenIndustryPodcast.com, Jason, and you know get all your products there?" He's like, "I'm in." And then when it comes to finances. Like I said, John, personally, years ago, I went through all this. You said your call was like five or six hours. I had an initial call with John, but then with the follow-ups, who knows how many hours John spent with me helping to figure this stuff out. So I was like, can I get you on? Yeah. Can I, you're the expert with the finances and budgets. Can I get you on the website? And he's like, let's do it. And uh, we're in the works of getting a bunch of other things. So just uh, as we land the plane, um, because it was John's idea for me to interview. He's like, TJ, you know, let him, let him, let him share how his experience went. So I was like, all right, Paychex, so <laughs> yeah. here you go. Let me tee you up and uh, encourage someone to call John and do budgets, break evens and bottom lines. All, all these guys are great. Jason's great. I actually attended his first um, uh, event he did there in Alabama where he had his conference. I forget what it was called, but the you lawn know, care you, life conference at a, at a wedding, care at the wedding, conference. uh, at the wedding hall. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful venue there. I think his family has that venue or owns that venue, but uh, it's great. But yeah, Jason's great. John's great. You know, use this time of year to, to again, hone your craft, reach out. You don't be ashamed. Don't be scared. Don't be intimidated. We're all like-minded people that probably have the exact same business, if you will, and all the same questions and all the same fears. But uh, John's great. John, um, our initial contact, we went over time. Uh, we were scheduled yesterday for 30 minutes. And uh, I looked up and before I knew it, it was 1230. And I'm like, oh, gosh, John, we've blown our time. But, you know, it's it, he's like talking to a friend. So don't be scared. Don't be intimidated. Don't don't have shame. I mean, you know, this is something that uh, you shouldn't fear. Get it out there and have uh, have that conversation and, you know, uh, 
John's, like I said, he, he was, he was like talking to a friend. So, uh, it was super easy. He was super helpful. And, um, you know, we even talked about some other things and, uh, you know, we're going to be linking up here, uh, in the future to, to, to talk about some other business type adventures, maybe coming up for, for Greenview services in the future. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That yeah. sounds, that so. sounds fascinating. I love a yeah. uh, guys that start a lawn care business. They have this entrepreneurial thing in them and then you'll, it, it seems like everyone, the lawn care business, somehow there's another side hustle or something that bursts out of it. It's just like, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, some of these guys that listen to me on the podcast, we have one guy that is a green industry podcast listener. And I started sharing on the uh, podcast. I was like, guys, if you want YouTube views, go mow tall, mow tall grass, just go mow yeah. tall grass. And this guy <laughs> started, tall grass. Yeah, and this guy was, you know, he had like, 200 subscribers and, and he's making these raggedy YouTube videos. I'm like, dude, go mow tall grass. And <laughs> he started mowing tall grass and now he's making tens of thousands of dollars, uh, monthly, just mowing tall grass on YouTube. I don't know how long it's going to last, but, um, you know, it's like, hey, ride the wave, ride the wave, <laughs> ride dude, the wave, ride the wave. I was like, yeah. how much money did you make last month? I was like, that was for the years. Like, oh, last month. Like what? Yeah. And, give you uh, some profit shares, man. It was yeah. Your where's idea. my referral? You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> There's my cut. <laughs> yeah. But you get all these stories of, of, cause what happens when you have a lawn care business, either you do it for 30 years and you learn how to do it lean and mean and tight and, and it's successful that way. Or you learn all these principles, you, you learn how to run a business and then maybe you start something else in a whole nother field, but you actually, it's like a training ground. It's like almost everyone should have a lawn care business when they're a teenager. It's just, you learn so much. Um, that you can yeah. apply towards anything uh, business related. So it's, it's great. great. And I love these teenagers, yeah. TJ. Sorry, I, you get me all fired up. I no, love all no, these I'm teenagers, I'm man. I'm, I'm, uh, I go to these events and these kids, you know, their voice is cracking. They're going through puberty. Ah, I got 12 yards, you know, their dad brings them. And I'm like, this is awesome. It's man. When I was, it is. when I was a teenager, yeah. I was playing NCAA football and Madden and, and just acting a fool. And to see these teenagers, I'm like, you guys are, if you make smart decisions, you guys are going to be set, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, I have zero prior to, to starting Greenview services. I, I had zero business background. You know, I, uh, you know, I was always conservative. I knew how to manage my own finances. That was, that was an easy thing. Uh, but, uh, but running a business, I mean, it's just, I have become a sponge for business and, you know, there's so many resources out there, YouTube, uh, conferences, um, you know, I'm just, I'm constantly, constantly learning new things and, um, you know, the education never stops, you know, podcasting. Now that's a huge thing. You, you can, you can learn while you work. Uh, you know, I mean, I, if I'm, if I'm out mowing in the field, I've, I've got a podcast in my ear. There's so much good ear candy out there that, that can help your business and uh, link you up. And, you know, you, you can reach out to anybody on Instagram, you know, just send a DM. And um, if you got a question, you know, there's Facebook groups, which sometimes those get a little carried away with guys, but, uh, but there's, there's so many good things out there that, that can help your business and, and, and help you be successful. So. Awesome. Well, TJ, I appreciate uh, your time. And if someone wants to connect with you, how, how can uh, they reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. You can send me an email at uh, info at greenviewlawnservices.com. You can find us on Instagram at Greenview Lawn Services, Facebook, Greenview Lawn Services. Uh, or you can find us at the web, on the web, www.greenviewlawnservices.com. 
We appreciate it. And guys, Mr. Producer will put down in the show notes uh, the link to the website, greenindustrypodcast.com. The budgets, break-evens, bottom lines available there. I know John's schedule is getting kind of crazy. Uh, he's got all kind of... Good. Because <laughs> it takes... It's not like if you That's do a good. coaching call with me, it's one hour. But with John, it's like he's got to take the whole day off, literally, in order to do a call. And um, so, But anyway, he'll squeeze you in. Um, and if you're listening to this before Christmas Day, we are running a 30% off sale on the website. When you actually buy it and it goes into your cart, I figured out how to do this. It will automatically make the 30% discount. So you don't have to use a coupon code or anything like that. Um, it will. You just click on budgets, break evens, bottom line, or anything on greenstreetpodcast.com. It's part of the promotion by December 25th, 2021 and you'll get an extra 30% off. They'll automatically do that. And if you guys are listening and it's already 2022 or whatnot, um, you know, you probably have to pay full price, but it's worth it whether you can get the discount or not. Uh, you really want to know your numbers. So um, there's a little plug for you, Payjack. Thank you for your time, TJ. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Paul. I've enjoyed it. And uh, good luck to everybody in 2022. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.